Take a Crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. Content warnings will be found in the episode description. Hey listeners. Well, you hate to see it, but we had some audio problems. You see, Jane's audio was recorded all through her laptop microphone instead of that nice external one we usually hear. So it sounds something like this. I'm Mary Jane Hartog. I play the illustrious Scotch Portobello, Rogue. I know, I know. It's not our best work. And we do apologize. We're going to avoid this type of thing in the future. But you simply got to understand. It's just the technical difficulties, technical difficulties. Forget about good audio tonight. I mean the technical difficulties. Programs, mics, and chords like these. Just one thing can make it all so fucked. Dawn gone. It's time to take a crit. Welcome to Take Crit, the real play, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, the passion project of five childhood pals been playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. I'm Joey Swanson, I play Garrett Sunderwood, more on him later. We start out each of these episodes with a question to the adventurers delivered from the hands of our dungeon master. Leo, you got them ready? Oh yeah, they're hot and ready right out the oven and they're in my hands and they're burning them. Please take them. Okay, give it to us, daddy. All right. <laughs> Joey. All right, give it to us, Leo. Hi, everybody. I'm Leo Martin, and I'm not your daddy, but I am your dungeon master and question asker. And today's question is What is your favorite sport? He's got slaying eyes for those dragon thighs. It's Scott Chops. No. Yeah. Okay. That's um, good. Well, I'm Austin Petrie. Uh, <laughs> I play Scotch Hops, the Grung Sorcerer Bard, and I've apparently got slain eyes for dragon thighs. Um, just thirsty for the death. Just thirsty. So, Scotch Hops' favorite sport. He's not much of a sport guy, but I would say he's probably uh, pretty into the PCLF. What? What's that? What, you don't know what that is, Joey? No. Uh, that's the... Professional competitive uh, leapfrog league. Okay. 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 Yeah. Now I'd say he seems like a shoe in, but uh, back in the Springtail Forest, I gotta imagine he had some pretty stiff competition. Yeah. There, there's Grung that can jump way higher and farther than he can. Okay. He's he's not a a physical Grung, you know. Yeah. He's a spell boy. But here in the city, I'm sure he'd kill at it. I'm sure. I mean, probably literally with his best friend these days, but probably if not that, then his poison skin. <laughs> He's used to eating seeds and worms, but he usually goes wild on his own terms. It's Garrett Sunderwood. Yeah. Everybody, Joey, play Garrett Sunderwood Gnome Druid. And yeah, he was forced into being a goose. Not that there's anything wrong with being a goose. He just didn't uh didn't try for it this time. Anyway, Garrett's favorite sport. The Sunderwood Gnomes, they're not particularly competitive, but um, they like to challenge themselves, so they'll get together and do uh, competitive stretching and yoga. (laughs) And uh, it gets pretty intense, but really they're just trying to beat themselves by getting more at peace 
and comfortable with their own selves. Yeah, back in the day, Garrett and Gazebo had a real serious downward dog off, and uh, Gazebo couldn't walk right for a week. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Gotta stretch before you strut. Gotta stretch before you strut. His ears are big and his trunk is long. Now hear him sing his trashy song. It's Will Willie Willis. <laughs> okay. Cue the orchestra in the background. You prepared a song, right, Sam? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name's Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis. Locks it on cleric of the Great Garbage Forge. The greasiest boy this land has ever seen. Just the cleanest tank. Sparkling. I'll give him that. <laughs> Eight feet tall and 350 pounds thick. Willie's favorite sport is duck, duck, jump. It's a kind of a dual <laughs> sport. Uh, each player stands four feet apart, holding six foot wooden dowel rods. Uh, probably about an inch radius thick. On alternating turns, each player takes turns swinging either high or low, um, <laughs> making the other player either duck or jump. Okay. <laughs> That's very good. You hit the other one, you get a point. Okay. How good is Willie at jumping? Yeah, he's better than Gus, but worse than Gus. Okay. Okay. I, I get it. Those are the only people he played with, so... They're not good at ducking, though. <laughs> Knowing Willie, I feel like he probably just aimed center mass every time. Yeah, that's also true. He just sends one straight down the middle every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Once he started getting big, they were like, they're really like, you know, Willie, I don't know about this one. <laughs> Gus, Gus might play with you when he gets back in town, but I don't know. He's like, come on. He's like, all right, it's just swacked. <laughs> <laughs> Her mother's treachery fills her heart with hate. Her father's long gone, but her brother's pretty great. It's Gotcha Portobello. Hey, everyone. I'm Mary Jane Hartzog. I play the illustrious Gotcha Portobello, rogue warlock now. And her favorite sport is actually also her national sport, which is peach volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty difficult. Was there controversy on the most recent Bethurnt Olympics about how they wanted everyone to wear skimpy outfits for peach volleyball? Actually, no, because, like, well, see, the thing is you, act, you have to wear padded armor. Oh, okay. Because oh. by the end of the game, it's, it's just a pit. And the speed at which some of these people <laughs> oh. can smack it, like, it's a problem. So this is a blood sport. You just might not notice it with all the peach meat around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There is a, a message, I guess, I would like to talk about. IBS is a serious problem. You know, Griffin McElroy, it, this is a safe place. It's okay. We, we know. see you. We see you. It's okay. I, I suffer from it as well. So uh, Sam does have butt troubles. I live with Sam. Mm -hmm. Sam's butt is troubled. It is. Mm -hmm. I don't live with Sam, and I know that. So I want to go take a big nasty crit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Last time on Take a Crit. After a confrontation with Professor Poplar at the Horndeep Arcane University, a spell was cast on our heroes as they were dropped through a trap door into the sewers below the school. In these caverns, the party awoke as geese, wearing resized versions of their equipment. No pants! Our heroes were greeted by Professor Douglas Fur. Professor Fur. Professor Dougie for short, who explained that he and countless other professors and students had been trapped below the school as geese for several years, and that any students that had searched for a way out never returned. Despite their situation, Professor Fur and his students have remained committed to their pursuit of knowledge, naming this place Goose University. The professor then showed our heroes to a large, intricately carved door 
depicting a city in flames floating in the sky. At the base of the door were four carvings of geese, each missing a different body part. Following notes from a previous explorer, our heroes searched the caves of Goose University, finding trolls, strange statues with riddles and menacing arm-sized holes, and the corpse of the previous explorer, Professor Redbud. As the party explored, dissent broke out amongst the Goose students, as some formed a separate group known as Goose Academy, and things began to get heated. B-plot! Ultimately, our heroes found all four golden goose parts and placed them in their respective spots on the door. The door opened, and as the party prepared to flee the caves along with the student body of GU, they discovered a small chest containing the missing fragment of the stone mural depicting the ritual of the astral child. As the gang stared at the humanoid figure depicted holding the Don's gem, they realized that it's the spitting image of Jeeves. I fucking forgot that Jeeves is the fucking astral child. That's the thing to remember. It's been upsetting me for a while. We rejoin our heroes as they process this information. All right, so uh, Jeeves is more than he appears. My main concern right now is, does fucking Resbatan know? I mean, they did try to, like, pick Jeeves up, you know what I mean? They lured him in to be a sort of a husband-slash-captive, um, so they may understand his value in this situation, so that's something to consider. Easier and less expensive to make him fall in love with the queen than to house a prisoner and worry about escape and let everyone know he's the astral child. Did we establish that Jeeves has a big old dick, too? Yeah, I think he does have a big fat hog. Um, <laughs> he's got a he's got a cheese wheel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind then. That's disturbing. Just a fucking double stack of baloney. <laughs> Well, regardless, my main question right now is, so is he presently with the Dawn? Is that where we left him? Yeah, that's where we left him. I wonder what the Dawn's done with him. Huh. I think the safest place for him is up on Parmesan Romano, high above everything and far away from everything. I agree. Wait, we've got a spacecraft and he needs to ascend. Are they going to try and take Parmesan Romano from us? I don't think. No, that's no. Part they, of it. I mean, everybody wants a Parmesan Romano, but <laughs> they can't even take him because he only listens to us. It's part of the rules. Okay. Yeah, Parmesan Romano has been a part of my plan this whole time. I incepted him into your guy's head and made you wish for him. God damn it. <laughs> made you with trip. Big, stinky lasagna boat. Yeah, I'm good. What can I say? All right, so I think uh, we better get up top somehow. Professor Fur butts in and says, Look, I can see that you're all making a plan and stuff, but uh, those Goose Academy guys are going to kick our ass if we don't get out of here. Uh, so I, I got a plan. Based on the maps of the sewers below the city that I've studied, I believe that this tunnel should lead over to the arts district and this tunnel should go beneath the royal district now a little ways down the arts district path there should be a ladder upward we can get up there to get just outside the school you see and then we're gonna get revenge on professor poplar Okay. Um, I'm in. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, we're going to murder him. Yeah, I want to get our shit back. He can't be trusted with all that nice stuff we just brought to him. Okay, I'm glad that you're in. You mean kill him, right? Because I'm, I'm going to kill this guy. Uh, I've been a goose for six years, bud. Yeah, let's kill him. I give him, I'm giving him some knuckles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I go in for a goose fist bump. He gives you some feathers. Professor Fur leads our heroes a little ways down the cavern. And as he said... 
Before long, they see a ladder going upward into a small tunnel. Okay, so so here's the thing, though. Um, y'all are kind of like the strong adventurers. I mean, everyone that we sent down those tunnels died. Um, so how would y'all feel about taking point on this? Way ahead of you, Dougie. I wasn't going to trust you to take the lead. Yeah. Yeah, no. You've been a goose for six years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what I'm thinking is you all are going to go and confront Professor Poplar, get them all riled up, and I'm going to go talk to the guards that stay in the school and i'll send them your way and by the time they get there no oh no no guards no fuck 12 you know oh okay okay i think this is the plan you're gonna walk in with us we're gonna all kill him and then you're also gonna stab him so we know you know you're with us on that (laughs) so we know you're cool um then if i mean if you go to the cops you know you stabbed him too if that's what it takes then yeah let's go oh that works (laughs) no rolls cool all right dougie let's get to it dougie turns around and says to all the students all right stay down here here. I'll give you a nice good honk when uh, everything's clear to come up, all right? All the students honk in agreement. Goose check on this ladder. Honk! Nat 20. So we haven't long rested, so we're not level nine yet. Other idea. Before we go upstairs, how about, you know, for some reason, now that my my little goose feet are on top of this ladder, it kind of feels like I should just perch and, like, you know, tuck up for a while. Oh, you want to take a a little napsy-daisy, huh? That's what I'm talking about, Dougie. We want to get, like, a solid eight hours right here, right now. (laughs) Okay. um, Well, now that we can see outside through this uh, here tunnel, uh, yeah, it does look like it's pretty late, actually. Uh, Sure, let's... uh, uh, let's do this in the morning. Good. Our heroes don't get a great eight hours of sleep down in this dank tunnel. My body is its own downy pillow. But they're able to sleep through the night. All right, everyone, come on, wake up. I've been poking my head out, and uh, it looks like Professor Poplar just got to work. Let's do this. We're good to goose. Good to goose. Hey, Liam, real quick, could I make a knowledge check to see if this remove curse scroll would turn us back into people? Give me an arcana check. 10, or sorry, 11. You're not sure whether this is a curse or not, but you don't think the scroll will lift it. All right, let's uh, fucking get up there and fucking clobber this boy. He just got to work, and you know, a lot of people say, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Let's get him before he has his fucking coffee. All right, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Fur leads our heroes up the ladder and out onto the quad. He says, all right, let's go in the back entrance. Do we not have to make a check to go up the ladder? No, it's fine. We'll pretty much just fly up to the hole and then work it out. (laughs) Takes a minute. Leverage myself up there with my neck. We can go in the back door. That's right next to the exhibit. We're just going to bust in the door and give him the honks, all right? All right. On three, one, two, Goose University. University. you till I die. (laughs) Professor Fur leads our goosely heroes in through the back door, and you are now right in front of the room where you met Professor Poplar. Professor Pompler. Oh, fucking slam. (laughs) All right. Y'all want to take the lead on this or should I do the honors? You go for it just in case he's got any tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, fuck this guy up. You've been a goose for six years. Go for it, Dougie. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. I don't wanna. <laughs> you got little, you got little daggers in your wing, dude. Fuck him, Dougie. Be brave. This isn't the first time I've been turned into an animal, dude. Like I've gotten revenge for this kind of thing. Like, all right, I made that guy a boat. All right, all right, let's do this. 
Professor Fur, despite being just a little goose, fucking kicks in the door with passion. Hell yeah. I fully believe a goose could kick in a door. I'm not impressed. <laughs> Waterfowl have attitude. As he kicks in the door, Professor Poplar quickly turns around with a shocked look on his face. And Professor Fur says, There you are, you greasy fuck. Didn't expect to see me after six years, huh? <laughs> Professor Poplar reaches into his bag and grasps the goose wand, but looks back and forth and says, oh, Professor Fur, oh, you came back, you stupid little goose. You think I'm not just going to smash your little goose head? Oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to kill all you little geese, and then I'm going to turn everyone in this damn school into geese, and then I'm going to be the king of this place. This is going to be great for admissions. And as his eyes are bulging out of his head, he just looks crazy, much like the Kool-Aid man. Reno and Sino bust through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) A large chunk of wall collapses, crushing Professor Poplar. And breaking the goose wand. Oh. As the goose wand breaks, the four of you are returned to your normal bodies. (laughs) 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 Professor Fur, however, is still a goose. And upon seeing his enemy killed and a large, terrifying foe in front of him, he yells, All right, guys, dead, I'm out of here! And runs away. He was a goose all along. Hey, Reno, how's it going? Oh, hey there. I got a hot tip about some nasty little fugitives around here. Oh, yeah, that's, um, well, the thing about that is they were turned into geese. They're all down in the sewers. Oh, you can't trick me this time, Scotch Hops. <laughs> I know it's you under there. <laughs> Your fancy disguise isn't going to work on me this time. Garrett, you've been Scotch this whole fucking time? <laughs> uh, the, yes, I am Scotch and um, you'll never fucking catch me because I'm poisonous. Mm, I got my eyes on an even bigger school. For now, Reno Encino reaches over to the display case and takes the Don's gem, otherwise known as the Tear of the Mountain. I want to use a bonus action to assume my form of dread. Okay. And I just turn into a real fucking uh, scary looking goose to this guy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Reno Encino has picked up the gem at this point and sees a horrifying goose and was truly not prepared for that. <laughs> and so Reno Encino says, Oh, yeah, looks like my edibles are kicking in hard. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I better get this gym to a safe place. Oh, yeah. And then Reno Encino turns around and at incredible speed sprints directly away from the building. Does he bust another hole through the brick wall when he runs? He does. He busts a separate hole through the brick wall. <laughs> It's on the same wall. It's just next to it. And actually, as he's running, he tucks the gym down somewhere and picks up the huge chunk of wall that he just knocked out and says, They haven't kicked in so much that I can't leave you with a little parting gift. And he is going to hurl the chunk of wall at the four of you. Everyone, give me a dexterity save. The DC is 16. On a failure, you will take 5d10 damage. I got a 23. I got a 14. Uh, 11. 5. To those of you who were hit, 
The wall deals 32 damage. Good lord. Oofa doofa. As the dust clears, Reno and Sino is nowhere to be seen. Well, they got the gem. Garrett's going to leave a note on Professor Poplar's body to say, Reno and Sino did this. It definitely wasn't the fugitives at Lodge. Is the scroll or whatever still here? Should we grab that? The scroll is still here. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's grab that. And I want to do a quick investigation check on this guy's office and see if there's anything that we want. That's a 19. So I got a 31 for my investigation. God damn. You find a note in Professor Poplar's desk that seems to be a correspondence between him and some unnamed other party. It seems that Professor Poplar was arranging to sell the Don's gem, but his arranged buyer was upset with his exorbitant prices. Alrighty. Professor Fur pokes his head back in the room and says, Is it over? Yep. Yep, we got him. Whew. All right. Well, y'all are just great. <laughs> uh, what do y'all call yourselves? Scotch and the Hoppers. That's the one? Oh, um, oh yeah, now that I'm looking at you in your human form, you're definitely those fucking fugitives, huh? Yep. What would you know about that? You've been down in a hole for six years. Professor Fur looks up at you with a sweet look in his goosey eye, and he says, you know what? You're right. I have been in a hole for six years. I wouldn't know anything about that. Also, our human forms, none of us are human. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So what are you going to do with your life now that you're a goose forever? Oh, yeah. I meant to talk to you about that. I went and checked on the uh, the students, and uh, they're all still geese, too. Uh, what? Seems like maybe once you've been a goose for more than a month or so, uh, maybe it takes longer to wear off, or maybe we're stuck like this. Uh, well, uh, good luck with that. I guess Goose University has a new uh, major to study in. You know? I think you're right. There's actually a large population of people that used to be animals that are hanging out um, in the warehouses at the edge of the arts district. You might like to meet them and, you know, start a support group and talk about it. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Uh, the tunnels down below the school uh, should go to the arts district uh, if the four of you need a covert way to get around. Okay. Can we put a tugboat in here? Um, you might be able to fit a tugboat. Uh, I don't know. It depends how big the tugboat is. Me and the students are just going to fly because, you know, we're not really wanted or anything. But uh, maybe we'll see y'all later. You know, you may not be wanted. You may not feel wanted, but, but I want you, okay? I think you're good. Professor Fur comes over and he puts his, uh, his feathers on your shoulder and he says... It's inappropriate for a teacher and a student to have that kind of relationship, <laughs> but, but I'm flattered. You know, that was, I was just trying to make you feel better. <laughs> Professor Fur, along with the entire student body of Goose University, fly off towards the arts district. As they do, Garrett feels his speaking stone vibrating. Garrett pulls his speaking stone out of his pocket and answers it. Hello, you've got the pasta factory? Uh, pasta factory, nice. Hey, Garrett, how's it going? Uh, pretty good, Johnny. How are you? I- I'm doing all right. You know, I've been talking with Gazebo, and, uh, you know, we just we, we think we got to talk to the Don. Like, he- he's got to see reason about this. I mean, the gym can't be safe out there. You know, where'd y'all even take it? To that university? Uh, ha, 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 ha. So about that. Don't tell me it got fucking stolen already. So, we were looking for some answers, and um, long story short, Reno and Sino, the big, big, strong, strong man, uh, now has it and is busting down walls on his way, presumably, to whoever wants it, and I think I know who wants it the most. God damn it. We tried to fucking tell him. All right, that's it. You guys meet me back here at the bar. We're going to go give the Don a piece of our mind, all right? All right. Is the butterfly boy still over at his bar? Uh, Kevin? No, we ain't seen Kevin since all that shit went down. 
That's sketchy. Yeah, it's uh, a little concerning. I'm not going to lie. Everything he does is sketchy. Uh, anyway, uh, why don't y'all come on back and uh, we'll, we'll talk to him, okay? All right. Okay. I don't know why I'm answering to the... Uh... It's on speakerphone. Okay. Speakers, <laughs> it's on speakerstone. Excuse me. All right. I'll see you later. Right. All right. So I guess we should uh, take these tunnels over to the art district, right? We probably shouldn't risk walking through the street again. I don't know. I think it's. I think. I think we can just, you know, walk there. Sam, no. Let's get in the sewer. All right. Yeah. So we'll just take the tunnels, the safest route, to get us as close as possible to the shifty brick. After walking for quite some time, the tunnel you're following comes to an end with a large grate and a ladder leads upward. Following the ladder, you find yourself beside the wall that separates the Arts District and the Snail District on the Arts District side. There are guards stationed at the gate. Hmm. Garrett is just going to wild shape into uh, a horse. His go-to. All right. I'm going to Omnitrix and Uncle Jibby walking with my horse. Jibby and his horse. Nothing weird about that. Gotcha's going to disguise herself as a pizza delivery girl. Okay. What fantasy pizza chain are you disguised as? Tiny Hut's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Xanathar's. Papa Zanies. <laughs> I'm going to cast disguise self on Willie to make him look still like a loxodon because they have to have because disguise self has some uh, stipulations to how you can change yourself and the easiest way to fit the criteria for a loxodon is just to keep it a loxodon. I, I it kind of says you need to keep your appendages and he's got a trunk so but I'm gonna make him look r- like r- a lot older an old man seven instead of eight feet tall. And like a solid 50 to 100-ish more pounds. And uh, he's in like a a business suit. (laughs) All right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) With a whole new fresh batch of disguises, our party struts on past the guards. One of them sees you walking by and says, Hey, you haven't seen any uh, of those fugitives around, have you? No, I'm a businessman. Hey, (laughs) give me a deception check. I'll give you advantage because you're dressed like such a fancy businessman. Pop quiz. Have you seen any? Uh, no, we haven't. Have you? Uh, no. No, we haven't. It's a 10. I feel like we maybe ought to bring you in for questioning. Um... Well, let's see. One of them's a druid. Could be this horse right here. Uh, the other two are known for taking on disguises. Uh, hmm, huh. I think I'm starting to piece this one together. I'm going to go ahead and snap one of those things that makes people forget what we've been saying. You pull out one of the little tokens that Johnny gave you, and you snap it in half. Hey, you haven't seen any uh, of those fugitives around, have you? Nope, no fugitives. We're just passing on through. Roll deception. And I got a 23 on my deception. Okay, yeah, go right ahead and let us know if you see anything out of the ordinary, all right? Will do, boss. Y'all have a fine day. I nod my head and flip him off. Oh, y'all too. Wait, flipping me off, that brings back memories. (laughs) Sam! Last time someone flipped me off, that was an elephant. It was, my God. I'm going to snap one of the things again. Oh, hey, uh, you seen anybody, uh, fugitives? No, nah, man, we're just passing through. Okay, well, see fugitives let know us. Um, <laughs> both guards seem kind of messed up. Let's just walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oops. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. On to the shifty brick. 
As the four of you are clip-clopping along to the shifty brick, you see a bright parrot, which Gotcha Portobello recognizes as being native to the Portobello kingdom, carrying a letter. The parrot flies down and begins cawing. Got a letter for the princess. Uh, hold out my arm to let it land. You're not the princess. Got a letter for the princess. You don't look like the princess. Uh, I want to draw my bow and shoot this parrot. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. He flies down. because <laughs> you have your disguise on. I forgot. He flies down and hands you the letter. Thanks, Parrot. Sorry, I, I kind of forgot that I look not normal right now. Nah, you never look normal. Damn. <laughs> You're a fucking parrot. Neither do you. I'm going to open the letter. Dear Princess Fake Name, it's me, Prince Fake Name, you know, your brother. Anyways, Christmas is coming up, and Mom said that I can go to the city to see the festivities. You should bring your friends, and come meet me in the art district. I'll slip out of the crowd and find you. I got you all some really cool gifts, and a little bit of info that you might find useful. I think Mom's coming, I gotta go. P.S. I hope this bird can find you. He's kind of a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, bud, me too. Would you like to send a reply? Uh, yeah. Well, then you better find a post office. And he flies away. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that bird is a real jerk. I want to shoot this bird. Give me an attack roll. That is a 19. You nail that bird. It's only got one hit point, so it dies. But <laughs> as it's falling with the arrow firmly embedded in it, you hear it call out one last time. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I, I guess he was cool with it. I feel at peace about it. Let's keep going. Clippity cloppity, clippity cloppity. After walking for only a bit more, you get close to the shifty brick. You see that some people in the snail district are starting to put up Christmas decorations. Little white balls on strings <laughs> hung up above the doorways. Skirting the roofs and all sorts of stuff. Everything's starting to look a little festive. And outside the shifty brick, you see Johnny. Pacing back and forth. Pizza delivery for Johnny. Yep. Random group of four fucking weirdos. It's y'all in it. <laughs> Nay. Shut up. Okay. So uh, y'all can maybe turn back into your regular selves when we get in there and talk to the Don. Maybe don't freak him out. Uh, anyway, let, let's go tell him off. Come on. All righty. Let's go. As you're walking up to the door, the Don is walking out, wearing a large coat and carrying a suitcase. What you got there? Oh, uh, hey, Johnny. Was just looking for you. Listen, uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm scared about everything that's happening, and uh, I think it'd be best to get out of the city for a few days. I recommend that you do the same. I think a lot of big stuff's gonna be going down here, and uh, I don't want to get caught up in it. So you're just gonna run away then, Don? If that's what I gotta do, then that's what I gotta do. And I hope that you all come with me, because I don't want something to happen to you. Well, Reno and Sino has your fucking gem. You know what? I don't give a shit what happens to that gem anymore. You know what else Razpatan's taken from me? That gem's meaningless. What did he take? He took my mom's skin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, by the way, where's Jeeves? That's the other thing. Uh, I haven't seen Jeeves for a while. I sent him out to get some biscuits earlier and never came back. But he can fend for himself. He betrayed us, so I'm not looking out for him. He's a simp. He will latch on to whoever is closest. Well, that's his prerogative. I can't waste any more time on this. I gotta get out of here. Johnny, I wish you'd come with me. Johnny slowly walks up to the Don. 
puts his hand on his shoulder and decks him in the face. Oh, oh fuck. Don reels back, holding his face, and Johnny says, You know, I'd follow you through anything, Don, but not when we're leaving people behind. You go do whatever the fuck you want. I'm going to help this fucking crew see this shit to the end. Johnny runs away with tears in his eyes. The Don looks to the ground ashamed, looks up. I'm going to deck him too. Oh. <laughs> he, he reels again. And no. he's like, oh, okay, wasn't expecting that, but you know what? That's fair. If that's what you got to do to feel a little better about this, then anyone else want to hit me? Gary uses his horse teeth to pull Gotcha by the nape of her cloak back. Like, fuck off with that. Don't do that. But, you know, he's a horse. He can't fucking say or do anything if he's out in public. The Don kneels down, picks up his suitcase, and turns around. As he's leaving, he says, Gus is taking over the bar. Just still use it as a hideout. Well, hope I'll see y'all later. Before he goes, I approach him uh, and go in for a hug and be like, I'm real angry with you right now, but I also love you and I hope everything's okay. And we're going to make everything okay, even though you won't. He doesn't really hug you back, but he doesn't push you away or anything. Goodbye, Don. Don. What would it take to make you stay? Guaranteeing that no one else will die. Well, I can't do that, but I can't tell you the name of the man that killed your mother. It's Toby. Fuck, never mind. Just get out of here. <laughs> it's done. Turns around and leaves. Where is Toby? Doesn't matter. Let's go. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll go ahead and walk in the bar. Garrett clip-clops his way through the front door. He's just going in there full horse? Full horse. As you enter the bar... Johnny returns after cooling off just a bit. He's still pacing around, and he says, God damn it, what the fuck are we going to do about this? Uh, fuck. Uh. I offered Johnny a hit of plastic. He pushes it away, and he's like, no, I think, I think. Jeeves, we got we to gotta start by finding Jeeves. Uh, let's look around here for clues. Uh, maybe we can find something, uh, maybe try to figure it out, figure something out. I'm going to cast Locate Person. Locate Person? Yep. Sorry, Locate Creature. You cast Locate Creature, and when you try to hone it in on Jeeves, it just seems to not work. Probably some anti-divination bullshit. Which is not a good sign. Yep, they got him. Now that Garrett's inside, he's going to unhorse. I'm going to make an investigation check to search the bar for clues. <gasps> That's a natural 20. Took a crit. Oh, you just Sherlock this shit. Crit down with the sickness. With a natural 20, you search the entire top of the bar and you don't find a single thing. However, when you go down to the basement, you find that everything's nice and tidy, most everything is missing, but there's a wardrobe in the back. And when you open it, the corpse of Don Scamarelli falls in front of you. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Fucking Nasty Kyle. I've asked so many people if they're Nasty Kyle. The one time I forget to ask if someone's Nasty Kyle, fuck. it is. I'm fucking distraught right now. Gotcha just starts crying. <sighs> Willie drops to his knees. With tears in my eyes, I just start trampling around inside his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcatcher you found us on. You can find us on Twitter at Take a Crit and Facebook by the same name. Make sure you tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag Take a Crit, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like our good friends Courtney Moses, Carol Hartzog, Hi Mom, John Chafin, our favorite TikTok pal at Drunkest Batman, and Andy of Notable Nostalgia. 
This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo is our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, composed the score and mixed the final cut. Thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro-outro theme. We are a part of the Big Door Prize Podcast Network, so check out the other shows on there, like Notable Nostalgia and Dungeons and Decades. Episodes come out every other Tuesday, so check back December 28th for our belated Christmas special, episode 26. See you next time. Slimy, grimy, and shiny all kind of rhyme, don't they? It's true. Uh, that describes um, Scott's ass. Sammy, uh, keep my ass out of your mouth. <laughs> Austin, if you're uncomfortable with that one, I can take that good laugh and I can put it on the first one. The first <laughs> one was a stinker, but it'll feel better if it's got a laugh on it. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Joey learned that the hard way. <laughs> you motherfucker. The fucking song was funny. I don't want to eat poo. I want you to be invited to eat poo. I know, but not not after I get my hands on it. The listeners will never know, I guess. Joey just wants to eat some shit. We all heard it. <laughs> he sang a whole song about it. Yeah, so I, I will admit to you all here in the end bits where... I'm sure some of you are gone already. It's only the cool people here. Yeah, Joey did tell me to eat shit at the end of his song, but I'm the editor of this podcast, so Joey's the one who eats shit now. Wait, did you fuse him saying the word I and uh, before eating Yes, shit? I took a previous time in the song where he said, I wanna. That's why it just goes zero to a hundred. Just, I wanna eat some shit. That's fucking great. Oh, yeah. no. I didn't even notice it. I forgot that that's yeah. not how we right. sung No, the, song. the song's about Leo eating shit, not me. You prepared a song, right, Sam? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have not. Uh, you, you, you can always tell Leo to eat shit and see how it turns out in the edit. <laughs> no, Joey, put it down. Joey, Joey, drop it. Joey, I will kick Joey. you the fuck out. That is going to be the rule. You start playing guitar, I kick you the fuck out, and it wastes a bunch of time. All right, here we go. Just let him, let him no. do it, Leo. I didn't even do it. <laughs> you fucking did it. <laughs> I didn't even do it. Okay, I... You fucking had to. <laughs> If Joey Swanson was ever to eat shit, he'd surely eat some shit. On a dark desert highway, lots of shit in his mouth. There goes Joey Swanson with so much shit in his mouth. He said, yum, 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 yum. He loves to eat shit. Joey can eat a bunch of shit now. Eat a bunch of shit with a scrum. A little spoon. Little spoon. I'm talking about Joey. Joey. You can eat all the shit up, num num with the little spoon. I'm talking about Joey only. Joey Swanson's the one who eats the shit. He better eat all that shit. Alright, Leo, what are you gonna do with that one? Oh, see, can you see by the dawn's early light? 
So proudly we sailed across the ocean. I didn't go to school. I don't know the song. That's not the song. That's not the song. I I didn't know. (laughs) Sailor Martin, a true patriot. (laughs) Oh, it's so out of tune. You're out of tune, old man. Oh, God. You get to be middle-aged for a long time as a dwarf, so your midlife crisis can go on. You can get, like, so many different color convertibles over that time. True. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of those at the dump, but (laughs) I knew. (laughs) Sometimes uh, Gus the Lesser just goes out there and sits in one and cries. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. fucking sad. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get out of here before it gets dark. She's recently a warlock, and she's... Where are you going with it, Joey? Where are you going with it, Joey? Joey, that's disgusting. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't do shit. Fuck you, buddy. A bird flies down out of the sky and begins howling. Howling. And begins calling. <laughs> oh! So this is a blood sport. You just might not notice it with all the peach meat around. (laughs) Exactly. And they still make the sounds like, oh, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Joey, uh, like, you're at like a four right now. Knock it up to an 11. And can we we hear that? And make it way more sexual. Ah. There you go. Now that's the sound of slapping peach, Joey. Okay. Thanks for cutting this, Leo. Nice. Uh, yeah, sure. After you told me to eat shit last time, I don't think so, buddy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for sticking with us here at the end bits where I like to just take all the Joey's dirty shame and give it to you on a platter. Come back next week to hear what else this fucko has to say. Uh, more on him later. <laughs> God damn. We got to keep it now. Okay. <laughs> I'm Leo Martin. I like to just eat shit. Yeah, you do. Thanks for setting the record straight, pal. Big door. Big door. Big door. Big door. Prize media.